and we're here. I'm excited. We're on the air. And I have with me three people who are very special. They are the winners of Be the Change Awards 2019. Uh, Carolyn from the Canaveral Port Ministry. She wasn't the winner, but she was a nominator. And I have Virginia Hamilton, who was a winner. And I have Kathy Schaefer, who also won. I would like, oh, somebody dropped. I don't know who it was. Who's here with me still? Hello? Oh, my goodness gracious. I don't hear anybody. Okay, well, I'm here by myself. Um, I don't know. I see two people, two callers still on the line. And um, I will just talk until I figure out what else to do. Carolyn nominated Dean Worden, who was with the Canaveral Port Ministry, and he was the winner in the miscellaneous category. Virginia Hamilton won in the youth category for her work with Canine Commandos and the children in Brevard County Schools. And Kathy Schaefer won for her work with Serene Harbor, which helps abused people, uh, I believe it's primarily women and children, to um, get a safe place in the world. Um, it's really weird talking to myself. I don't know if anyone can call in. Um, Let's see if I can send an invitation to get anybody in here. Meanwhile, I am going to try to play a little bit of music and see what that does. I don't even know which songs are which, but we're going to try this one and see what happens. try that again and there's another one who shall call back who is here with me people who can't hear me or people I can't hear I'm having a dickens of a time here with this show tonight trying to get it to work um do not know if it's going to work so we're going to try something else we're going to try a little song Bye. Hmm. Well, looks like we have nobody on the phone. Blurred lines. That's a good song to play. Everybody get up. 
trying to call in again. Let's see if this works. Hello? I have tried and tried, and I appreciate you trying to call me back. I don't know if you can hear me, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to pull up some information, and I'm just going to read because I honestly am stuck here and wondering if I'm all by myself. I know I'm not because I see you here with me. I just can't hear anybody. So, um, if anybody can speak, by all means, do so. Let's get a show going here. I think it's probably something to do with the um, the fact that we are an internet radio show, show and the calls have dropped again. So, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to read to you from the last issue of Be Unique, and I'm going to tell you why I invited the Be The Change winners to be with us, even though they're not here and cannot call in. I'm going to keep checking, and there they are. These are some diehard people. Let me tell you what, this is the reason these are Be The Change because they keep trying and trying and trying. Is anybody hearing me? Nobody's hearing me. I don't even know if my voice is going out into the world. But I'm going to read about the 2019 Be The Change Awards unless somebody interrupts me and tells me they can hear me. The Be The 19, the 2019 Be The Change Awards was um, produced by Peace Corps Incorporated, our parent organization, and La Bella Spa of Merritt Island in Florida to honor 10 charities that represent 10 categories selected for 2019. We invited more than 170 Brevard County charities to nominate one volunteer, and the nominations were also open worldwide for our international category. The committee for Be The Change Awards chose the winners who exemplified that they know the value in putting words and ideas into action to, to promote changes in the world. I clicked the button. Ladies, can you hear me now? Oh, well, 
supposedly you're in the room, but it's not working. The winners of the 2019 Be the Change Awards took home a beautifully framed certificate to commemorate their accomplishment, courtesy of La Bella Spa. They also took home gifts valued at more than $2,400 each, donated by three dozen generous, forward-thinking sponsors who have aligned with us and our mission to work today to change tomorrow. La Bella Spa provided a beautiful venue called The Hideaway, and they also gave our loaned, provided staff to volunteer to remain after hours to assist in a variety of functions. Good afternoon. This is Be Unique. How can I help you? Hey, and maybe I'll just put you. I know I cannot get anybody to come in. I can put you on speakerphone and see what happens. That's nuts. Well, we'll try it. Let me put you on speakerphone. Are you talking to Carolyn now? I don't think she thought to, there, to look at the number. There's a number on your email that's way at the bottom. Okay. Well, Carolyn left, but the, the other one was still there. Kathy. She, yeah, she keeps trying to call in as well. God bless you, Kathy. I don't know if she can hear me or not. Um, but, oh, man. Um, she would have to, we'd have to do a conference call. And I, I honestly don't know how to do that. So, you know what? It's okay. You and I will talk. I'm just going to, I'm going to crank up my phone, put you over here next to my computer speaker, which is what I'm talking to show on. And we'll see where we go from there. So, how you doing, Virginia? I'm good. How are you, Mary? I'm good. You know, talk about being unscripted. This is about as unscripted as it comes. I know one time we tried to just log in and the show just kept going into nowhere. And, oh, there's another call. That, that's got to be her. But I don't want to answer it and hang up on you because that's the only way to do that. Well, she's probably calling in on the six number. I'm not. Probably, but it's okay. It, it, it's all right. Somebody's calling on my phone, and I can't see who. It doesn't say who it is, and it's okay. We're going to just... You're you're the um, you're the lottery winner. You got in first. Yay. <laughs> so, I was reading from the magazine and I hadn't gotten very far, but tell our viewers how probably about 3 of them tonight after all the confusion we've had a little bit about Canine Commandos, if you will. Um yeah, we started uh, uh, back in, actually, this is our 15th year anniversary. Congratulations. So we started in 2003, thank you. It was an idea that I had um, because I teach gifted students and we do community service. And um, I wanted to find something that the kids would be excited about, memorable and sustainable. And I was watching Animal Planet when there was a, an obedience trainer on there that said that, um, Dogs are overlooked for adoption due to lack of training from, you know, they're jumping and barking. And he just said with minutes a day, you can increase the behaviors to get, uh, get increase their chances at adoption. That's how we started. We started with a $500 mini grant and now we're up to 26 schools and 
Uh, we train in all the shelters in um, Brevard County. And the kids just, it's, it's like a field trip. They bus to the shelter on a Monday, say one school goes on a Monday and trains a set of dogs. And then we have what's called comment cards and the cards stay on the runs of the dogs so that the school that goes in next day looks for the dogs with the cards and continues training those same dogs till they're adopted and then we pull more. And um, I just did um, the percentage. I went through all the dogs that we've been training and we were at 60% adoption successful rate, and we're now at 69%. So we're gaining. That's awesome. Have, yeah, three more schools that want in next year, so we're excited. How many um, chill, How many students do you have enrolled in the program? Right now. 400 this year. Wow. And yes, and so we have our we celebrate every May. We have our expo coming up, so all the schools we meet together and we celebrate and we showcase our projects that we've worked with and um, talk to our guest speakers. The kids meet each other from the different schools, and the parents all bring in food and we celebrate and and then we start again in uh, September. Now, um, if I'm not mistaken, the teachers take their students and work with the animals, correct? Correct. The teachers get on the bus with their kids, and then we have two trainers, Joyce and Selena. Um, Selena takes care of Sheriff Ivy's um, shelter, and Joyce does the Humane Society and Cocoa and SPCA in Titusville. They, they all meet the schools because teachers don't know how to train, and the kids certainly don't. So um, the kids practice a little before they start um, the dogs go into the school so the kids can practice the training and ask questions and then the trainers meet them out, out at the shelters and we pull anywhere from three to five, six dogs at a time to train one-on-one -on -one. and then the kids go inside the, the shelters and they read to the dogs, read to the cats, socialize the cats and then we'll also train the dogs while they're standing in the rugs. You know, we'll stand in front of them and teach them how to uh, a basic command while they're inside their, their runs as well. And don't they also read to the children? Well, the I mean, to the dogs. The yeah, read to the children. Yeah, I would be really famous if the dogs read to the children. But, yeah, the kids read to the dogs. And it's so... It, you know, it gets so quiet, a, and sometimes the dogs fall asleep taking a nap while the kids are reading to them, so it's really cool. That is kind of neat. Now, do you do you only work with dogs, or do you work with cats or other animals, too? Um, they socialize the cats. They, um, they may read to the cats, too. Now, the shelters that are north of 520, the kids actually go into the, the uh, cat rooms there. Um, the one south, we go into the the rooms that are not with the loose cats. But they go in and they take those toys and they play with the cats and, um, you know, because it's good for, for uh, cats to play. Um, in fact, when I adopted my cat years ago, I picked the cat that was least, least likely to be adopted because she was hiding in a corner. So the kids will work uh, with the shy animals, either playing with the toys with the cats or if the dogs are in the runs very shy, um, I will assign... Uh, somebody to sit on the on the ground just talking to the dog to coax the dog to come forward. So it's a lot of fun too. Um, how many dogs do you have? Me personally, I have four. Oh wow! 
Yeah, it is a lot. That <laughs> I is, there was one time when I said I want 10 dogs, but no, four, four is plenty. Oh, I know. When I was 12, I thought that I could have 100 dogs and it wouldn't be enough. No. In fact, I got one that just crawled on my chest here. She's giving me kisses. Aww. Yeah. I just rescued a couple of corgis, and this is their siblings. They were going to be used to breed, and... um they changed their mind, so I was able to get the two corgis, and I immediately had them spayed and neutered. So, um, yes, Moxie is sitting here. She, in fact, her nose is touching the phone. Aww. She wants yeah. to be right where you are. I see Jennifer yeah. is trying to log in. I don't know if she's going to make it or not. I think every time somebody logs in, they, the call gets dropped. You know what? I might be doing this totally wrong. Jennifer, are you there? I'm Jennifer, here. Can, holy moly, Virginia, I figured it out. I was doing it wrong. Yeah, we kind of figured. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, we we had, oh, there's somebody. Let's see, maybe that's Kathy. God bless her, or Carolyn. Who just called in? Kathy. Kathy, God bless you for being so tenacious. Virginia, would you mind hanging up on the telephone and calling me back on the uh, on the program? Sure, I'll do that right now. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Bye. This thing has just been crazy trying to get connected no. to you. Sweetheart, it, it, it is a comedy of errors. I am <laughs> the chief clown, trust me. I I am on a gigantic learning curve over here. I, um, Yvonne just threw me in and said, you, she gave me instructions. She told me what to do, but I forgot to read them tonight. I read them last time and still didn't get them right, but I kept hitting the wrong button. Are you there, Virginia? I am. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. And, hey, we've only got 41 minutes here. to go. Oh, I, I'm done. <laughs> by, by the time by the time um, we finish a show, I figure it out. But I was just clicking the wrong button. I do not know. Je- um, Jennifer, earlier I called myself on the program, and it went into a perpetual <laughs> voicemail loop until it shut itself off. So we know oh, that oh we, we had uh, Virginia tell us the story about how she got started with Canine Commandos. And okay. um, so, and congratulations again. 15 years they've been doing this. Wow, Kathy, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15 years. Um, has, how long have you been with Serene Harbor, Kathy? Uh, like 10 years or so, maybe a little longer. Wow. Yeah. Jennifer and I have been so with Unique a year, and it's hard. Sometimes hard to think that if we stick with it, we'll be with this nonprofit that long. <laughs> so, oh, there's what so would many you good say is your biggest motivation? What What is your biggest motivation to keep you going? Like, what um, besides just knowing you're doing something amazing to help somebody? What what is your your motivation? Like, what what is something that we could, um, if you know, thinking about our volunteers and things like that, to keep them motivated and keep them wanting to to continue? Well, you have to really, I think, believe in 
the cause and what you're doing for these people. You know, you're in in my case, I'm helping women become empowered to start their lives over again, get out of a violent situation and mm. protect their children and you know, and Serene Harbor is such a great organization, you know. They can help these people start a new life. Mm-hmm. It's violence-free, and, you know, they don't have to worry about the sexual assaults. And, you know, it's just very rewarding seeing these women be able to really start a new life. Right. And the people in it, involved in it are just amazing you know, the, all of them, their hearts are completely into it, and they deal with it every single day. Wow. Is is there um some is there like one thing that really sticks out in your mind when you think about it, um, or or is it just there's just so many stories that it's just hard to, you know, well, pick just one yeah, thing. There's a lot of stories, but it's really nice seeing those that have overcome it and then they come back to our different events and speak Mm. to try to make other people aware of just how bad things can be out there you know it's your neighbor your sister you know it's all around you people who people who are in an abusive situation a lot of times other people will say well why didn't you get out sooner and depending on what kind of abuse it is, you may not even realize that you've been abused until you aren't abused. Yeah. And yeah, that's um, true. There, there's, there are so many different levels of abuse that we just get caught up in it, um, and it becomes a part of our life. It becomes a part of um, the way we deal with what's going on, and we don't even realize uh, until... It's no it's kind of like if you have a pebble in your shoe, you learn to walk with that pebble hurting your foot. Exactly. When you, exactly. When you take that shoe off and you realize, whoa, this doesn't feel the same and it feels better, that's that's yeah. why a lot of people don't get out of abuse and and even if it's a yeah. physical And they're afraid. Yes. They're um, afraid to. I know I know um too many people that have um, waited until it was too late. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, they're afraid and to a, leave. A they're of, afraid of the unknown. And mm-hmm. How are they going to be able to support themselves, support their children? You know, yeah. And they love the person. They keep thinking they're going to change, but unfortunately they well, don't and a lot of times it takes family members and other people to see it and to help support them to get out of it if you could give advice to anyone who is being you know who is in an abusive situation what would that be call serene harbor and talk to one of their professionals there you can establish an emergency safety plan. When you do get the courage to leave, you're prepared. You'll know where to go. There's a lot of help and assistance out there, but you have to make that phone call. 
What if they don't live near Serene Harbor? We have listeners all over the world. Who uh, should they call? There are shelters everywhere. Uh, there's okay. a national hotline. Um, we have in Florida, we have the Florida Coalition Against Domestic Violence. All you have to do is go on the Internet anywhere. Okay. And Google domestic violence, and you'll be able to find the number of your state hotline, the national hotline, a local shelter. It's all over there. They're all posted. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to Virginia for a minute. If you had any advice to give to parents who have children that are gifted or not gifted, what would that be as far as working with animals? Well, whenever I um, talk about this, not I, I tell everybody that for me and for the classrooms, um, we love animals. So it was an easy match. I mean, it was like peanut butter and jelly, kids and animals. But I tell uh, everybody, get involved one way or another. First of all, with, there's, with so much going on in this world and so much lag time, Getting the kids out into the community to volunteer um, in anything they like to do um, just uh, uh, teaches the kids uh, compassion and and empathy to create um, excellent uh, adults and leaders. So I just say get the kids busy, get them involved, get get them to volunteer um, wherever they can. Uh, at this point, especially now with colleges wanting uh, and high schools wanting kids to have community service hours and bright futures and uh, uh, scholarships, um, more and more uh, companies are looking for people that volunteer. So um, it's kind of cool to let them start in elementary school like we do and just watch them progress through and, and, and stick with, uh, with volunteering. Um, whether it's with animals or or and other endeavors that that strike their passion. How what long a have great you been a thing to be teaching the kids. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, what a great thing to to be able to teach the the, the children starting out young, learning yeah. about um, volunteerism. Yes, and and I've had teachers with third graders asked to do it, and I just. And it's just too too young because the majority of the dogs are large dogs, and um, so we're very careful as to which classrooms can go in the ages um, because they do have to handle large dogs. But we have created a way to where the dogs can't get um, loose or off of their uh, where the kids won't drop the leash because what we do is we chain put a eight foot chain on the fence and then connect to the top. There goes my dog. I have Um, one. (laughs) You're hearing three bark, and I have four. But uh, yeah, that's uh, you know. So we have to just make sure everybody's safe when they're working with the animals. But still, some of these dogs have no training, and they could be you know 70, 80 pound dogs. And yes, Mm -hmm. the majority of the dogs in shelters are pit pit dogs, but they're wonderful. If you you know they. Pit bulls were created um, years ago to be nannies, and they still do love humans. So everything we see in the media is from an animal that has been abused or lived in, lived in uh, uh, a, a bad environment. Hmm. And, and that's the case with anything in the news. 
whatever we see is going to be sensationalized. And that's one of the reasons that Jennifer and I started Be Unique magazine, because we both got very tired of reading all this over-sensationalized bad news. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we wanted to we wanted to find something that people could, you know, reach out to and go, man, this makes me feel good. Yes, and that's why that's why yeah. it was such a it was such a delight to meet both of you and and the other winners as well. I'm sorry they couldn't be here, but I think we're having a hard enough time managing me at the switchboard. I think next <laughs> time I'm going to just turn this over to Jennifer and say, you go yeah. for it. Um, <laughs> Well, that event was, it was wonderful. It was so nice meeting so many other people Mm -hmm. that dedicate their their lives to volunteering. It was such a nice group of people. And different different areas. It was amazing the the different Mm -hmm. types of volunteering, you know, that we had there. Yeah. It was was a nice, well-rounded group. It was. When, and when we talked about doing this, we were trying to think, and that's one of the, another reason we did Be Unique as a nonprofit, because we wanted to we wanted to give back, and we could not narrow down our list. I think we ended up with what thirty six different charities. We thought, oh well, we'll donate to them, and <laughs> so we decided to become a nonprofit ourselves, so we could donate in a different way. And I think this is a, a much bigger way than giving, you know, 5 or 10% every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody oh, is yeah. calling in. Let me touch the button that gets them there. Hello, new caller. Who's here? Hi. This is Carolyn. I thought I'd try and call back. Um, there she you is. Boss before. Right. Hi, Carolyn. Hey. Hello. Happy to have you. You'll be delighted to know it was my fault. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Mary was pushing all the wrong buttons, but it still was better than the electric slide for four minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, since since Carolyn just joined in, I'm going to ask you to tell us a little bit about Canaveral Port Ministry, if you will, please. Oh, I'd love to. Um, We are a hospitality center for the crew members that come in on the cruise and cargo ships into Port Canaveral. Um, We provide uh, several services for them free. Uh, Biggest one is we provide free Wi-Fi for them so they can connect with their families. Most of the time they're on their contracts for anywhere from six to nine months, and they don't get opportunities to see their families or talk to them. Um, during that time and so we provide something that they can come in and we have computers and we have phones that they can use of course most of them have their own and they get the opportunity to FaceTime with their families and gives them a better um, chance to stay connected which is very helpful to them we provide transportation for them to the malls and to the center and um, we also have a, a lunch for them and just really just um, or a home away from home for them because they get very lonely. Um, most of them are from other countries. They don't, they speak English, but um, most of them speak English very well, sometimes better than I do. But um, <laughs> they are, um, they are very lonely, um, if, especially if it's their first contract and um, I had someone tell me one time, you can imagine if you're on a car, 
well, the cargo ships are different, but if you're on a cargo ship and you're Filipino and your boss is Russian and neither one of you speak English, you just speak, you know, the Tagalog or the, the Russian and your boss asks you for a wrench and you have to give him a wrench, but you don't know how to communicate that they want a wrench, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so they, they, they have to learn not only the customs of the other people that they work with, but they also have to learn the languages of the people that they work with. And um, so it can be very um, um, isolating, but um, they do have, they do come into the ministry and we just love on them and we just, do whatever we can to help them about to, you know, help their lives be easier. And then as we do that, we also share the love of Jesus Christ with them. So that's really Mm -hmm. exciting for us. And, and they really appreciate it. How do they find out about your organization? I'm sorry. How do they find out about your organization? Um, We have mostly word of mouth. Um, we do, mm-hmm. we, at one time we were able to visit on the ships and we would have one of our chaplains go and set up a table in the crew mess. And um, we haven't been able to do that as often, but we do have little flyers that we can give out and um, they take them on the ships. If we can talk to the HR director, we can put, um, they have a, uh, like a digital um, bulletin board. And they can put our flyer on there, but mostly it's word of mouth. When when one seafarer finds out about us, they tell all their friends, and they bring their friends, mm-hmm. and so it's wonderful that way. I know for my well, daughter, I mean, um, she ended up taking a contract in a different country, and so you know, at age she the first time she left was at age nineteen, and it wasn't even on a ship. So I can't even imagine being, I mean, she was isolated enough being in a foreign country yeah. and just learning the, the language while she's there kind of like by fire. And then mm-hmm. the customs, like you said, not knowing how other people live and how things are done because, and that's mm-hmm. super stressful because once you learn that, that, you know, there's so many people that are, they're not like you, they're, they seem to be like, but, but their customs and the way they, talk or are they how they um, treat one another things like that those are all things you have to learn and mm-hmm. she really had a huge wake-up call because like I said she started at age 19 um, and learning how to adapt very quickly so now she she actually enjoys going to other countries and doing that but I know that first year um, mm-hmm. it was so easy to try and keep her from getting depressed because yeah I our you know our conversations were limited. I can't imagine sending somebody away on a ship and and you know and I hear stories of you know the the accommodation things the way they have to live are just um, really super basic and you're really isolated and ugh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are. Um, it isn't as bad as it used to be. It is better, but they still are very. The, they are very basic. Their their accommodations are very basic. It's not like what we experience when we take a cruise it's much Mm -hmm. different um the cargo ships have anywhere from like 20 to 25 people that are on the ships um where the cruise ships have many many more you know so you have uh you know like and a lot of times on the cargo ships you'll have an all filipino crew um and then you'll have um either italian officers or russian officers and so that makes it a little bit easier because you're all 
you know, from the same culture and the same language, mm-hmm. but it is, it is a very difficult life. And, and then on the, also on the cruise ships, they also work such long hours. I mean, some of them work 12 hour shifts, um, 10 hour shifts. And, um, you know, they just, it, it is a very, very long day. And we talk to the, they have Bible studies on the ships and we talk to the Bible study leaders and and we get the times of the um, Bible studies that they have so that we can tell the other seafarers about it that are new. And their mm-hmm. Bible studies will start at 12 midnight, you know, and wow. like we were talking earlier, yeah, <laughs> we were talking earlier about, you know, this is our bedtime, nine o'clock is our bedtime, you know, and, and here they're <laughs> going, they're working a, <laughs> a 10 hour day and then they get off at midnight and they go to the to Bible study, you know, and that can wow. last for an hour and then they go to bed. Wow. It just amazes me what they do. They're just, uh, it is it is really um, eye opening how I see it many times for myself at how spoiled I am. You know how I I expect to go to church on Sunday morning and and then I come home and I have the rest of the day to myself. You know, <laughs> so it is it is an amazing thing. But it it is a wonderful ministry. We love we love the seafarers and we love making them feel at home and just um we have seafarers that come in and uh, one of my good friends, Sanjeev, he came in from um being in on vacation and he came back and he says, Well, I met my home away from home you know, he he just kept saying it over and over again. It was so sweet. Aww. So um, let me start. I'm going to start with um, Virginia because I started the show with her. Tell me a story that from way back that you always think about when you're feeling kind of down. Tell me a little success story about canine commandos, please. Oh, boy. I have many. I'll I'll take the first one that pops into your head. Well, the first one that pops in my head then is – there was a boy from a different school, and um, he um, went to the shelter with his class and didn't realize how many animals were put into the shelter, especially the pit bulls. And, it, and um, then he learned that about the spay and neuter, the importance of spaying and neutering your animals, so much so that it bothered him, and he went home called Grandpa and said, Grandpa, would you please neuter, and they had a, a pit bull too, please neuter our do- uh, your dog, and Grandpa did. So for um, a child to be able to make a change like that, um, he's going to live with that for the rest of his life. And that was that's that was a happy, happy ending for him. Um, but there's just so many wonderful things that – and the parents too, because the kids don't go to the shelter by themselves. We have to have parents chaperone because the kids are broken up into small groups for each uh-huh. to have a dog. So we have to have a parent with each group um, monitoring, making sure the kids are um, following the rules. And and sometimes if it's a strong dog, then the parent will um, put the foot on the leash and hold the dog for the kids while the kids do the training. But, um, you know, I, I get letters from parents. Um, you could go to the website and see some of the things the kids write. Um, every time a kid adopts an animal, I ask them to please send a picture of them in their canine commando shirt and write a little th- something about 
um, adopting the animal and how the canine commandos helped with making that decision. So there are several nice stories on the website from the kids. Very and cool. And from the chaperones. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I wanted to ask Jennifer real quick. Jennifer, did you want to mention something about our Be Unique sponsors, our unscripted sponsors at this point, and the special that we've got uh, going? Oh, do you want me to? to, to sponsor. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And, and, and just, just tell everybody, tell our listeners how they can become a sponsor of this show. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, I guess contacting you. I, again, we're unscripted here, so I'm, I'm, yep. I'm sitting here listening to these great stories, and then you, <laughs> you throw me I just threw you under the, the bus. Fire. I know. But I'm, I, I figured so, everybody's tired of hearing my voice. Well, did you have something in mind that you wanted to say you, as far as, I mean, besides going to our website and finding out um, how, how we work, how we tick? Um, and, and to be perfectly honest, this is just, you know, I feel like I'm the worker bee, and, and Mary is like the administrative um, genius behind everything. <laughs> so um, as far as, like, uh, besides, re- you know, finding out that, that, that your, your business or your whatever it is that you're doing to make, make yourself happier um, aligns with what we're doing, then, because what I what I love about Be Unique is that um, we try so hard to um, uplift and and show people there's hope in this world and all these like these wonderful people that are on the show right now and then the ones we've met um, just through our daily contact with um, the all the different mediums that we have because we have a we have a variety of different ways of um, connecting with the magazine with the podcast with the show coffee or tea so. It really, you have to decide um, what best serves your product or service or or even if you wanted to sponsor a story just because you want to keep getting these stories out and helping people learn that there's, like, amazing people all over the world that are trying to make the world better. So I don't know if I covered everything, but there's a lot. There's Going to our website, it's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Um, it's actually fairly simple. Um, it's easier to look at it visually than me try to sit here and spe- uh, speak about it for, you know, 15 minutes. But um, I hope you'll take a look at it and see if there's anything there that um, possibly aligns with what you're doing and uh, something that you can support. And I just want to mention that we have rates as low as $25. And, exactly. you know, we, we have a pretty big audience. So I think uh, anybody who is interested in getting their name out to thousands and thousands of listeners and viewers. Um, just check us out, and uh, all the contact information is there. And If you're interested in sponsoring the show, let us know. I'm going to move on to Kathy now and ask you the same thing I asked Virginia. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about Serene Harbor and a really feel-good story? Um, one of the, a lot of the events actually, but one in particular, one of the first events I did, I had a young lady come up to me, well, younger than I am, not really young, but came up to me and she had a horrible story to tell about domestic, her domestic violence situation. And, I mean, it just broke my heart listening to her. And that's all I did was listen to her. And I took her over and introduced her 
to some of the people from Serene Harbor and then saw this person in the future just blossom. She's now a great supporting volunteer. She helps us with her events and speaks out about, you know, the issues with domestic violence, and she has that personal story to tell about it. You know, she started a walk here in our area to try to raise more awareness of the problem. And, you know, she really got involved. But when she came to me, she was pretty broken. She didn't know where to turn. So I was able to connect her and help her really get on her feet. That's, it was, it's a big that is really good. That, that's, um, we have a lot of great volunteers. We really do. We have a lot of good fundraisers and things that we do. We do a lot of um, collecting. Because if you think about this shelter, it's kind of like apartment living in a way. You know, so these ladies are leaving with nothing. So the shelter provides them with everything from clothing to food, cleaning supplies, you know. And we try to go out in the community and not only to educate, but, you know, to try to get some of these things to help the shelter out. You know, uh-huh. different um, people, like right now we're getting the roof repaired, you know, and trying to find workers and volunteers to help do those kinds of things to help the building that these women have to live in with their kids. You know, so it's a lot of fundraising efforts. Tell me it's about it. a lot it. of volunteers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you know all about that. Yes, ma'am. So, Carolyn? Same question uh-huh. to you. What What's the first thing you think of when you want to think of a success, a success story about Canaveral Port Ministries? Oh, there's so many. It's hard to, to focus on one particular story. I guess the one that would come to mind the most, though, is we had a, um, just recently had a young man who um, was dehydrated and his, um, had some medical problems. Um, and he was on one of the ships, and they brought him in. And we have what we call a special attention ministry where we Uh go and we visit them when they're in the hospital, uh, the seafarers. And we go and visit them, and we we take them some literature to read. And we also, if they're able to, um, like when they're in the hospital, not so much, but sometimes they're in a hotel room. And so we will take them to a, a restaurant that serves you know, their their nationality's food. Like if they're Indian, we'll take them to an Indian restaurant or a Filipino, we'll take That's them to a cool. Filipino restaurant. And so it gives them a taste of home and um, helps them, you know, to relax a little bit more. Um, but we, this gentleman that just came in, he um, was a, he was a, a Christian and he was, but he was confused. He was um, not quite sure about his, his salvation, whether he was saved or not. And so Mm -hmm. we had our director and his wife had gone to visit him and they called, uh, he was from, I want to say from South America. And we have another volunteer who speaks Spanish. He's, he's from Cuba. And so we asked him to go and visit him and he did. And he was help. He was able to talk to the, the seafarer and help him come to grips with the fact of, that Christ loves him so much that he died for him and that he was, um, he, that was a free gift that he could receive. 
And he he had believed that, but he had assurance then that he he actually was a child of God. And and then he was able to get well and he was able to go home. And so it's just a wonderful opportunity for us to share the love of Christ and the grace of God and and also to minister to them and help them to um, feel a little bit better about where they are. I mean, being ill is bad enough, but being ill in the hospital in a different country and um, in some places where you don't speak the language and you don't understand what the doctors are telling you is very scary. And so we go in and we help them. Yeah, so we help them with trying to get peace of mind and just sometimes we have people who can translate for them, but the ship's agents do an awful lot for them and in that respect, but they do allow us to go and visit them and help them any way we can, which we really appreciate. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So now I want to I want to I want to take some of this um serious talk and get kind of fun. I want to know um, Virginia, what was your very favorite thing in the gift basket that you got from Be the Change Awards? My very favorite thing is probably the obvious is the um, trip. Um, I already um, did the oh, I can't think of what it's called. The was, there were two trips the in there. Voucher. Yeah, right. yeah, that yeah. Was I, I already uh, signed up for, or, or the I already signed up. But the other thing that I thought was pretty unique, in fact, when it was up for uh, a bidding, I thought it was pretty cool. Is the bag made from the juice? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, the Capri Sun. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty fun, especially being a teacher, an elementary school teacher. Kids get a kick out of that. So <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool. Well, David yeah, DiGiorgio was the one who gave the travel vouchers, and Tara Cycle gave the Capri Sun totes. So I thought that yeah. those were those were my favorites too. It made me very yeah. jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They what, were what unique. Were yours, Kathy? Yeah, definitely. Were, were, were those your two? Yeah, and, and yours and too, Carolyn. Hold up, bag. Well, I didn't actually, I wasn't a recipient. I'm the development no, director. Right. That's right. Dean, was, Dean was our recipient, and his favorite was the massage. He just loved the really? massage. So, yes, yes, he, he really did enjoy that. So um, that, that was but, from La Bella uh, Spa. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, I haven't done mine no. yet, but <laughs> I got to schedule that. Sure. <laughs> you don't. Yes, you that, do. That's um. You you have to take care of yourself. You really do, and that's something. Anybody who is a volunteer needs to do, and that's something Jennifer and I have talked about a lot. We need to remember to give ourselves boundaries and give ourselves our a day off every now and then. And <laughs> I know, I know that um, I'm Virginia laughing at every now and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say I'm Virginia a full-time teacher and running a full-time organization. I'm just yep. laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 one thing when you volunteer for someone else, you can back off and say, "Not today. I'm not up to it." But when when you're the chief Kahuna, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm in the middle of writing another grant. It's just you know one day, one thing after another, but it's worth it. Oh yeah. 
It's, it's definitely yeah. worth it. And I think if it's something that you're passionate about, as mm-hmm. long as as long as your passion doesn't start to feel too much like work. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And um, that that's one of the reasons that um, Jennifer and I started doing this is we we were doing the same thing for other people. But we wanted to do something that made it feel less like work and a lot more like fun. And doing mm-hmm. events like like the Be the Change event, that was one of the most fun things I've done. It was very exhausting, but it was a lot of fun to just mm-hmm. be. Oh, with, it was. Yes, with, it was. Yeah. That was everybody a wonderful there evening. Was so Y'all did a wonderful fun. job. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, but the best, the, the very best part though was. Um, it, it didn't seem real until until all of you were involved, and then it was like, wow, this is this is really cool. Like, and that that was something that um, some of our like the Royce and Amari they are with Coffee or Tea, and then even our our, our camera person Donnie, he's amazing. They all said the same thing. They're like, wow, when we were actually in Frank was Franklin there? I can't remember. If Franklin was there, but no, Franklin um, was not there. But just that the, the comment that whenever we do these types of things is that then you get to actually see the end result, and it's like this is who we're 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 doing all this hard work for, is, and the payoff is getting to see um, people enjoying themselves and and knowing that they're special and knowing that somebody really appreciates what they're doing. That was just like the coolest part. And I, I love Amari. It was so for me oh. to see all of the different. A nonprofits that were represented. I mean, it was just amazing mm-hmm. to me that there were so oh, many yeah. and and such worthy causes. It was just it was just wonderful. Yeah, and you know that was just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, I know that was that was ten different charities from ten you know ten different categories. Um, one was from Canada. I mean, he of course didn't make it to the event, but. We invited 170 different organizations and had to narrow it down. Next year is going to be even harder because yep. we're opening it a little bit wider and we're actually planning to do a three day symposium next year. Wow. Where oh, wow. We, we want to do something that is, has never been done before. And we've already started creating our speaker list and, and started in we've got a couple of people that have said that they would come from California two of them are in California oh um, wow so and we definitely want the three of you to come we want to, to have your organization we want you guys to nominate some well I want Dean um, but if Dean mm-hmm. won't do it then you can do it for him Carolyn but I'd like to have another person <laughs> from your organization nominated okay yeah, and we'll I would I would to. love to have the 2019 winners help us present the gifts to the 2020 winners. Hmm, that yes. would be nice. Uh, yeah, then that'll be, that, that way we can we can, might well introduce ten or maybe even a dozen different charities as well as the ones that you work for. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So well, yeah, that, you really need a way to give you guys good. a little more exposure. Yeah, you made us feel very special. There was no doubt you about that. Special. He was yeah, thrilled. Definitely. Yeah, he was thrilled. He he was so humbled by by being nominated, and then he was so humbled to win, and he was just he was amazed. 
scene just was speechless Aww. at times. It was really nice. I know, yeah. Well, it, it and was I, amazing. I love how um, he didn't even know what, why he was coming, why he was attending. <laughs> that to me, I didn't, I didn't honestly learn that until um, I was cutting the the footage, and then I'm. It just was like so. It was so sweet. I mean, that he didn't even have a clue, and so it was so yeah. genuine. Aww. Yeah. And yeah. his sons were able to come and they don't live here in yeah. the county. So that was really sweet. It was a it was very it was a very special event for him. And and as I said, y'all just made him feel so good. It was really nice. And you know, that's what that kind of comment makes us feel good. I would love for the three of you to do me a gigantic favor and it's not that big. And I don't want you to do it tonight because I know as soon as this is over you're going to go to bed. Because you're I'm sleeping now. <laughs> if if you will go to our Facebook and leave a recommendation for us, that would mean the world to me. Okay. Well, I gotta say one thing that I that I'm I'm pleasantly surprised about is, you know, um, Canine Commandos have won awards before, and once you win the award, that's it. You keep talking to us and posting to us. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm just like, wow, Mary's emailing again. Oh, this is cool. It's just, it's oh, totally yeah. different from what I'm used to dealing with. And I, I'm just, that makes you feel even more special than, you know, oh, just yeah. winning the award. Mary, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are part of our family. You, you've all been exactly. inducted into yeah. the Be Unique family because that's what we're all about is con- making the connection. It's all about uh, relationships. It has nothing to – the award would just mean, mean nothing. But to me, it's the people that are behind everything, and it's, and that's what we're all about is uh, connecting the dots and making these relationships and, and learning about people and showing people how important it is that it really takes all of us. It, you know, we can't yeah. do this alone. <laughs> we, we need each other. Yeah. And that's what it's all about and, and learning that we all have strengths and, and there hopefully is somebody out there listening and they're like, Gosh, these sound like these sound like normal, cool people, and it's like, um, and if they can do it, maybe I can do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and um, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like um, you're you're in the web now, so you're ours. <laughs> We're gonna be- <laughs> <laughs> you belong to me now. I'm like a yeah, vampire. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I just—I didn't, didn't want it to be—I didn't want it to be like, okay, well, here's your certificate, now get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we have well, about we a minute have and a half left before the show ends. So, well, um, does anybody want? Quickly, to... Don't. Oh, go ahead. I was going to ask if anybody wanted to say anything before the ninety seconds are up. Sure. Um, the, um, canine commandos, you know, we're in Brevard County. In fact, we just went down to Fort Lauderdale. Chewy.com did a, uh, presented a, an adoption event and invited the commandos to come down on the, actually we brought seven kids down and, and they got on stage and did a 20 minute, uh, spiel about the commandos. But the goal nice. for the commandos is to get out of Brevard County, get more kids involved with saving animals' lives and getting into the shelters to help those animals get out. So if anybody's out there listening, go to www.caninecommandos.org and you can learn how your schools can get involved too. How's that for a pitch, Mary? 
SereneharborDotOrg and CanaverallPortMinistries.com or .org? Um, it, actually, it's CPM.life. CPM.life. See, I knew I'd mess that yeah. one up. We've got about 15 <laughs> seconds. Ladies, don't hang, don't hang up the minute. The minute the show's <laughs> over, don't hang up. I'm going to hit a real quick little okay. blurb here. If it'll work. Thank you. Excuse me. Uh, yes, sir, I understand, but... Oh, dear. Okay. Now, the show's over. It's going into archive. Ladies, I just want to say thank you so much for bearing with me. Jennifer, wait till you hear this replay. It, it was insane. I was talking to myself, and they could hear me. And I, I yes, wasn't we could. Sure, I was very careful to say only good words. Um, I, I, kept, I kept my filter on. I, I have a thing that somebody gave me. It's a little plaque. It says, Sometimes I think, well, this shouldn't be said out loud, and then I say it anyway. And it's right in front of my vision to remind me to keep your filter going, Mary, because I really goof that one up sometimes. But um, I I would love to have you all back on the show sometime. Maybe we'll do another party like this. Maybe we'll do a one-on-one. We are currently booked through the end of this year and into next spring. But wow, wow. If, if, um, if once, once I get to this point in the show, I'm like, oh, this was so much fun. This was so easy. You should have seen my face when I was punching the wrong buttons and trying to figure out where, how do I get them in here. <laughs> and I kept shutting oh, you out. But it and was, I kept it calling was, you know, and calling and calling. I know. I couldn't, you and you couldn't, I couldn't hang me. up my phone with Virginia to, to get to you. Cause, and she said, I, I'll bet you Kathy's going to call you. And sure enough, it was your number. But um, Jennifer and I have talked about maybe doing this once a week. If we do that, oh, then wow. we can talk to more people. But if we yeah. do that, she and I'll never get a break. Um, because honestly, there are, there are two of us that are running this whole shebang. We have a lot, we have 127 volunteers, but they can only do so much. The administrative Mm -hmm. stuff is what what gets us, but we've actually talked about, um, getting another volunteer or two to run the show for us. And I'm sure they'll press the right buttons. Um, so if we do that, we may be able to have you back again and do this again if you'd like to. I would sure. love to, anytime. Uh, that was fun, yes. Awesome. Definitely. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was funny, at least to begin with. <laughs> now, you all are based What's the playback in Orlando, be? correct? Say that again, Kathy. I'm in Orlando. Yeah. I'm in Merritt Island. Oh, I'm okay. in Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I used to now, live in Kitka Beach, but now I, in... I live in. I, I live in Port St. John. And okay. The ministry is in Kit Canaveral, so. Yeah. And Kathy, you're in Palm Bay. Yes. And I'm and, in Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne. Okay. okay. So we've got Brevard County Cup. We've got Central Florida. We sure do. Yep. Sure do. Yeah. Well, thank you so well, this, much. This was very yeah, delightful. Thank you. Way past thank my bedtime. So. Well, <laughs> sweet dreams. Thank you. All All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Good night, ladies. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.
Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. End the show. How do I end the show? End episode.